I love it when we get a chance to go to Africa. I love it even more when we get a chance to go to Kenya. Let's go to Chinga. So this week's coffee comes from uh, Kenya, from the Chinga washing station, which is based in the Thika, uh, sorry, Nyeri region of Kenya. Um, and this is kind of quite special because it's a Peabree. And what is a Peabree? Well, in the cherry, this is a cherry. Can you tell it's a cherry? Cherry. Shouldn't be see-through though. You end up with two kind of, what can you call them? They're kind of like prongs that come down that fire to cause the seed. So um, they will fire and as the seed grows, the two seeds will push against each other and that's what gives you the flat edge of, um, uh, of the coffee bean. Um, so they'll push together, form together and you end up with two seeds. You'll pulp the cherry, take the two seeds out and then you'll use them. But what happens occasionally is one of the, the prongs doesn't fire. So it doesn't fire and it doesn't create a seed and this one creates a seed but it's not got anything to push against it or shape the bean. So it ends up going into like a circular type uh, coffee bean with no flat edge on it and that is a Peabree. Now, 20 years ago, Peabree's were thought to be the, the best of the coffee. They were the bit you would take away and you would get a premium for because they would taste better. Ironically, 40 years ago, they were stuff that went into the commodity because they thought it was really bad. And now it's kind of a mixture of the two. There are some great Peabrees. There are some Peabrees that are not as good. They appear in around about 5 to 10% of the crop. Normally with a normal kind of varietal. There are some varietals that are more predisposed to uh, um, to being Peabree. So uh, Katayi um, and Katasik um, will have more uh, Peabree's form in them. Um, but you have to cut them coffee by coffee. It's like any farm's coffee. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes they're just a little bit different. We cut these ones from Chinga and really like them. And I, for me, the best Peabree's tend to come from Kenya, uh, big generalisation and sweeping brush, um, but I really, really like them. A little bit more information on it is how do they find the Peabrees? Well, in the dry milling stage, you end up with different screen sizes, so you'll have different size holes for different size um, coffees, and these screens will shake like this. I'm shaking too. Oh, my chin isn't shaking, but they'll shake and they'll fall through. And when they fall to the bit that they can't fall through anymore, they'll be separated off. The Peabree is quite often the smallest of the um, the, the, the coffee seed beans coming through. Um, so we'll go out to like the screen 10, which is really kind of tiny. And then you'll need to go through another section of sorting out a lot of the brokens and things that can fall through. So they do need a little bit more sorting after that. Um, but that's how you sort out the Peabrees from it. If you think that fact was interesting, I think the next fact from Roland might be even more interesting. I've just received a report that Roland is downstairs. Come with me, Wobblecam. We're not good with stairs, are we, normally? Let's try not to fall down them, as I will be crushed. But at the bottom of the stairs, there, there at the stairs, there at the stairs, right there, a little fact from Roland. Did you know that tea and coffee are usually grown at slightly different altitudes? But at Chinga, you can actually see tea being grown as well because it's at a slightly lower altitude than you normally get coffee being grown. Well, I declare going clip clippity clop on the stairs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
round competition that has absolutely no prizes whatsoever apart from pride and joy and a mention on in my mug. Um, this week is brought to you by Snail Brews Coffee um, that took a picture of their in my mug uh, El Libano. Thank you very much for doing that. Your prize will not be winging its way to you at all as I'm about to give you love through the camera. Uh, if you wish to take part in the competition, please use the hashtag in my mug. Uh, all one word uh, to be uh, considered um, for the prize that money cannot buy because you cannot buy nothing. Um, we're going to brew the coffee. I brewed a Chemex of it. I'm very excited to try it. But before that, I'm just going to show you here these two beans. We have a double A and we have the Peabree. You can see the flat edge on the side of this one. Um, and you can see that this one is much rounder and pea-like. So that is the different, the physical differences of a Peabree. Let's taste the um, coffee versions of it. So let's dive in. Um, the mug this week is my prescription, uh, coffee pick-me-up remedy. Take several times daily to temporarily ward off drowsiness. Doesn't seem to work, I'm drowsy most of the time. So with this being a washed coffee, um, washed coffees from Kenya have a very typical profile. They either taste very red wine-like or blackcurrant-like. And this is definitely in the blackcurrant camp. Um, but it's a little bit bigger than that. It's got a real sparkling acidity to it. So I want you to think pink grapefruit and uh, blood orange. Um, it's clean, it's sharp, it's delicious. And that blackcurrant is dominant all the way through right into the aftertaste. I'm getting that hit of it right now. Hope you enjoy this coffee as much as I do. Um, thank you for joining me as always. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.